0: It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Here's a football game today, everyone. A football game. Eh, ah, maybe a little bit of an understatement. I'm Jeff Parles. Welcome in. Sports by the Book is the show. Alex White dressed in gold <laughs> alongside. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Finally, two weeks of waiting. It is finally here.
0: You know, it's, uh, it's uh, so this is for. Prefer- for you, Alex, this is this has been your first run up to the game while doing media, and this is now. I, I've had again. I've this is now Super Bowl number ten, I think, in the media for me. That's kind of crazy in its own right. <laughs> uh, but it this this year felt different. I, I will just because of the game is in our backyard, right? It's just north of us, uh, at Allegiant Stadium. You yesterday uh, were able to go down to the Bellagio as well. Uh, we'll uh, we'll have some stuff. Maybe even uh, maybe even go down there a little bit later today. We'll have, we'll have more uh, from there uh, a little bit later in the show. Uh, I shouldn't say in the show later in the afternoon because right. we're going to be coming at the top of the hour, starting at noon. Myself, Matt Nevert will be involved. Uh, I heard maybe even a Brennan Gahn appearance. Uh, as well, uh, through leading up to the game at noon, one, two, and three, we'll beyond on for about fifteen minutes a pop at the top of the, each hour, leading it into kickoff at around three thirty here in Las Vegas. But first, let's get right to it, Alex. We're ready. It's two. It's still been. It really has been two for the majority uh, of this run up to the game. Uh, they've been waiting for a two and a half to pop. I don't think we're getting there. I don't think we're getting north of this two. Uh, money line of course dime line on the money line here at the South Point uh plus 115 a little bit of a take back after it was at plus 120 on Kansas City yesterday total of 47 and a half after a quick bop the 48 on Friday it's back to 47 and a half which is what the market has been the whole way through for the moment.
1: yeah i mean Pretty much everybody who has a microphone is ready to hand the Lombardi to the Chiefs. But we're seeing from the sports betting side a lot of sharp money here on the Niners, which has kept that line right there. I think we also know that the books have some futures with San Francisco as well. So that kind of balances it out here. But really shocking, I don't remember a Super Bowl that opened and closed that exact same number and pretty much sat there for two weeks and the total which I don't mind that at all. I think that number is just right here. But should be a really good game, should be a close one. We've seen in past Super Bowls when the spread is under six, the team that usually wins straight up covers, except for, of course, the Bengals against the Rams. They covered in that one as an underdog. So should be interesting, but I think everybody has their opinion on whether it'll be the Niners or the Chiefs and whether they'll win outright here.
0: Been a very, uh, a very interesting run for Kansas City through this season, as we know, Alex. Uh, and, and it goes back to, and you did bring up something. that does feel like the majority of people who have been out on media row, out and about, on the air, in any sort of spot, are on Kansas City. It's the, it's the narrative that we've heard of. How can you pass up Patrick Mahomes as an underdog? Correct. And we saw Patrick Mahomes as an underdog when. Outright last year in the Super Bowl against Philadelphia. Outright in the divisional round on the road as an underdog in Buffalo. And then outright without needing to score in the second half against Baltimore in the AFC title game. We've talked about it all year with Kansas City. This is a totally different looking team from what we're used to in this Mahomes era. The offense was average. I might even be polite for a, a chunk of the season. The defense, though, all year long, Alex, and, and and to your credit, you brought it up a lot throughout the year. This defense has been the best in the Mahomes era, and in, in a large part because of them, that's why they're here today in Las Vegas.
1: Absolutely. You could give a lot of credit to that defense and what they've been able to do. And then on the flip side, the Niners have been pretty solid all year long, including their defense. And then here in the playoffs now, we've seen them slip up. And um, we're going to have Adam Chernoff on here in about 30 minutes. And he's going to really break down those numbers for us play by play to show you what we've seen from both sides. But he'll also give his take on why he doesn't think that's too big of a deal here with San Francisco. But regardless, it should be a great game. We've got um, huge playmakers on both sides. Um, Great storylines. We've got Travis Kelsey, of course on one side that people cannot wait to see out there. And then Christian McCaffrey, who just won offensive player of the year, which he should have and possibly even MVP. So we'll see what he can do in this big game for the Niners, because when they met four years ago, they didn't have this key piece to their offense.
0: He did not. In that game, you know, with have been showing these past Super Bowls, uh, actually even, uh, well, not right now. They were earlier showing these Super Bowls that the, through the years, Mahomes, of course, had been in three already. We saw one against this Niners team. I had forgotten how deep into the fourth quarter Kansas City was down ten. Of course, the Chiefs we rattle off too. twenty-one straight, win the game by eleven, uh, and and win their first Super Bowl in, in over fifty years at Collapse. that point. Uh, but you know, it's it, it's it's just fascinating to see in the, in this in this game in the way that this has been bet. Where again, we we just mentioned it with Kansas City the full package for them, the 20 games they have played correct versus the 19 games that San Francisco has played, including again, you really want to call it 18 because week 17 for Sanford, or excuse me, their 17th game week 18 was played the backups. Right. I mean, and Sam Darnold played in that game. Carson Wentz played on the other side for the Rams. It really was a game that you couldn't really take anything from, but, There'd been questions the whole week of hey, why is San Francisco so favorite? How are the Sharps on the San Francisco? It's a very simple thing, Alex, where the power ratings all year long, San Francisco has been at worst, what, number three? And that might even be worst. low. Yeah. Yeah, that might even be low. They've been in the top two essentially the whole year, where Kansas City, after that head scratcher on Christmas to the to the Raiders, they were Ninth, 10th in the power ratings. They were pretty low, all things considered.
1: They really were. I would say um, they sat at about 6th majority of the season. And my dad, uh, Kenny White, even on CBS yesterday, he was saying that he had the 9 or 6 points better than any team at one point in this season. So, I mean, it has been a big drop for both of these and to get to this number. But we'll get into that more because it's very interesting to think before Christmas if these two would have played on a neutral site the Niners would have been more of a five-point favorite here, and now it's a, a big adjustment.
0: Well, and also, too, if the, remember, both of these teams on Christmas yes. did not play well. Correct. Obviously, Niners got smacked by Baltimore. That was the matchup a lot of us thought we were going to see here in Las Vegas. Of course, Baltimore did not hold up their end of the bargain. <laughs> uh, did we just move to one and a half, Sean? There you go. All right, there it is. We just moved to one and a half here at the South Point on the game, so the influx of Kansas City money, Uh, continues to come in. This is the first time this game has been one and a half at the South Point since the 29th, right? The 29th of of, of January, is that right? Am I reading that right on my screen? Yeah, Yeah. it looks right to me. Uh, So uh, almost two full weeks ago, since we've seen one and a half on the Chiefs here at the South Point, that is the first move here in market, it looks like, for any book. Down to the one and a half. Remember, if you come to the South Point here today and you place a bet, and do we have the sportsbook shot uh, available here uh, at all uh, today? Uh, yeah, Sean will get in a second. You already can tell there's a nice little line in the, in the sportsbook. You got to get in that line. You got to do it. By the way, do it before three o'clock, please. please. You've had two weeks to bet the game. Don't get caught <laughs> online and not get your bets in in time. Come in go to the counter you can get you can get minus 105 juice on both sides uh again in the long run that saves you a whole lot of money Alex you know that better than I do
1: it really does I mean that's that's a huge thing that they do here at South Point always have with the Super Bowl and if you're coming down here make sure you get here relatively soon because uh seats are filling up I was here at like 715 to grab an extra booth out there but they were all taken so there's still some seats at the book also a ton of free parties here throughout the property where they will hold i think Vinny said yesterday seven thousand
0: no no that was that i'll take the under on that
1: are you sure because was, uh, I... they underestimated oh, that, they first. that first we were at four thousand we we're bumping that up to seven or 8, Oh, well, okay yeah.
0: hey look uh again free parking granted spots spots could be limited if you get here too late parking garage is always a good option uh but uh I'll, there's there's no Thank you, Sean. Six, 7,000. All right. I, I guess I was wrong.
1: Well, your under him still might have got there.
0: I hope. Yes. Vinny just said, yes, 7,000 plus. All right. I'm very happy <laughs> to be wrong on that one. We'll have to be wrong every once in a while. 7,000 plus coming to property here today. Uh, ball uh We could the area upstairs where the NCAA tournament also showed. By the way, we'll have plenty of coverage leading up to the NCAA yes. tournament through that. Uh, <laughs> Vinny just texted me. Listen to Alex. Yes. I, I know Vinny. I know <laughs> <laughs> i know I, i've learned my lesson plenty of times this year on that all right um i want to go i want to start going into some props here okay um and also to uh of course your prop booklet's still available here at the south point uh i'll just put it on there um i'll just ask you this because let's say i liked let's say i like the uh 49ers here today okay I'm down to one and a half uh three 30, Oh, nine, uh 3010. It's on the first page, okay? This is the most the uh, the most no. I don't want to say normal, but it is the most normal ish alternate point spread here, where you can get a small, nice little plus price on the Niners minus three and a half. On the flip side, if you go to the Kansas City three and a half, you're getting you're pushing about two dollars at this point. Niners plus one sixty, which is up from plus one twenty on that alternate spread, so forty cent move. Uh, as Chris said, I don't remember if it was Friday or the Friday Friday before, where chart betters will come in, we'll take the price, we'll take the points and lay the price uh, with, on these alternate point okay. spreads. Uh, Alex, if you were to play one of these alternate point spreads, would you would you just go for all right? I'll just lay the shorter number here, where San Francisco again a plus one sixty, a minus three and a half. Of course, game landing three very much in play. Um, or would you be looking at, at one of these bigger ones? Like, let's say you like the Niners, uh, Sean, uh, 30, 21 and 30, 22 up to ten and a half. Niners open plus three thirty on laying ten and a half. 10 and a half now plus three fifty. If you were to say, ah, oh, the Niners are going to win this thing by two scores.
1: I mean, I really don't like that hook that kind of throws me off here. Oh, that's
0: why, that's why they're good at their job.
1: Exactly. That <laughs> is. And, uh, I've kind of talked about it all week, but I like the same game teaser. So you were on the Chiefs talking about them getting a little bit more, laying the juice there, plus three and a half is minus 140. Well, I would rather tease the Chiefs up here and tease the total one way or another, depending if you like the game, a little more high scoring. Or, of course, if you go under, you can get up to about 53 and a half, which I feel like is a pretty safe bet either way.
0: Alternate totals as well 56 and a half 30 33 uh the over if you wanna Frank if you're listening well actually what am I, what am I joking about Frank's not awake yet it's 8 42 in the morning uh, uh that actually is interesting because that's one of those where people have laid the uh have uh have taken the the under or excuse me have taken the over in that I should say from three dollars down to plus 260 on that one Alex you want to over you, over 63 and a half. I would not do it, by the way. That open it plus six fifty. It's bet all the way down to plus four twenty five. Uh, I would not do that. I don't think we're getting sixty four. If we get sixty four points in this game, uh, that would be a little bit of a shock. Even like, even 28 five twenty eight doesn't get you there. That'd be sixty three.
1: No, and remember, so last year we had a high flying total: of KC thirty eight, Eagles thirty five. So I think a lot of people are hoping to see that same same result. But you have to remember, I mean, we've had much lower scoring games within the past five years of course we go back five years with the Patriots and Rams 13-3 KC 31-20 over San Francisco it's so a little bit higher there but then Tampa Bay 31 Kansas City 9 and then the Rams 23-20 to so trending more to unders here in the Super Bowl I think with Kansas City's defense playing the way they have um, throughout the entire season we're gonna see a lower scoring goal- game here
0: Alex, I want to I want to keep it on the opening page real quick. Um let's go with uh let's go with 30 3051 and 3052 here uh Sean, the successful two-point conversion. Now you're up to plus 260 here on on this one right now. Uh a little bit of a uh a little bit of a mover from where Chris opened this at 2 to 1. I was able to get a I was able to get plus 280 at a different shop earlier uh, or, or, or Earlier today, or I don't even know what day it is. Anyway. Yesterday, yesterday, technically yesterday at plus 280. Um, you look at this one now, a lot of these props, and this is going to be one that I know the public is going to want to come in and bet the yes, yes. because, okay, it's a successful two-point conversion. I also bet at another shop, will there be one attempted, which is like, half the I price, which I think is a little bit better. Uh, than this one bet it' heavier than this um a lot of these bets remember when you're going to make your prop bets and and if you're doing it this morning you' you have a game script in mind of what do you thinks gonna happen I went a little bit off the board with a lot of mine this year uh, which uh may may mean I'm may mean it's not the best of days if the game script is off even a little bit for me, but a lot of this comes down to hey someone down 11 in the fourth quarter. You got a touchdown, they're going for two to get the game to get three. Last year, the Eagles were down eight in the fourth quarter. Jalen Hurts had the octopus. Yep. Are you betting that, by the way? That's available at uh I may have sprinkled
1: one. a little bit on oh, it. Oh, you did?
0: <laughs> I did. <laughs> that was not a that was not a long-range prop. I thought about this go. But I'll just ask you this when you're handling props like this, where you know the public is gonna probably come in on the day of and bet the yes. Yeah, would you advocate saying, all right maybe you're getting a little bit of a worse price potentially. Would you, would you consider just say, all right, take it now early in the morning. But if you're getting here at like one o'clock to bet your props, again, that's pretty late. You may not be getting the best of it at that point. Yeah. I may not. You're probably not getting the best.
1: Of it. Right. I completely agree. And we are airing this live morning of the Super Bowl, So everything we say, you do have to take with a grain of salt. Some bets were made earlier and some lines have moved. And mm-hmm. there's always a point where it's probably better just to pass on one, but um, two point conversion. I definitely like the attempt one here, even though I think it is about half the price, but yeah, there's a certain number with that successful two point conversion. I would pass
0: going to the coin toss, Alex, <laughs> 3053, 3054. <sighs> did you, I, I know you didn't bet it, right? I have not bet it. No. And did, did Frank end up betting the coin toss? Sean, did you end up betting the coin toss? Okay, you know, and I'm I'm proud of Sean. This is the proudest of Sean I've ever been. I was concerned that he was going to bet the coin toss, and he did not, which is honestly, it's good. I'm proud of you. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. I'm genuinely proud of you that you didn't you didn't do that. Uh, right now, again, uh, four cent straddle here at the South Point minus one two on both sides. If you uh, want instant gratification today. Uh, if you're going with that, all right. I want to go. I want to go to quarterbacks. Okay. Real quick. So you know it's it's interesting right now. I snagged Mahomes at plus one sixty to win MVP, which was, and again it's it works one of two ways when you when you in the lead up to the game for the way that I've noticed how the MVP market's been bad. Either the quarterback gets hit all the way down. Where I think Mahomes, Mahomes last year ended up what? I think I got him at plus one twenty. I Want to say? Actually, you know what?
1: I think that I, is right. I have
0: the I have my uh, I have my sheet right in front of me. I should just look at that, right? Yes. Um, last year Mahomes, let's see, MVP, yeah, plus one thirty, plus one thirty last year uh, on Mahomes. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised. Again, you can get plus 175 here at the South Point, so I didn't even get the best of it. Uh, that's that's a pretty juicy price, all things considered. When Kansas City now look, when we're looking at the MVP. By the way, Alex and I are both sitting on 60 to ones, uh, where uh, Alex was able to pick it up with a with a guest of ours that's coming up in a yep. little bit. Um, Debo right now 18 to one here at the South Point. Wow, uh, to win the MVP. It's interesting. I think I might even would. Maybe it might take a little bit more of that. Plus 175. Because here's the. here. I'll just ask you. If Kansas City wins. Your thoughts here. Of anyone other than Mahomes. Having the ability to win this. The only other player. I'd even remotely consider. Would be Travis Kelsey. But if Travis Kelsey has a huge game. That means Mahomes had a huge game. Right. And I just have a hard time seeing the voters voting for Kelsey over Mahomes, even though Mahomes has won the MVP of the Super Bowl twice. That's, do we follow all that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what's so tough about receivers, right? And tight ends, especially. we have never seen a tight end win the MVP, and it's because everything that they do is based off of the quarterback. But you might have uh, taken a little flyer on Patrick Mahomes' reception, so would that be Travis Kelsey throwing the ball to him?
0: Now, that would be something. Yes, I did because <laughs> I took... Uh, would it even be considered pizza money? It might have. Been, it might legitimately be a bag of chips money, on uh, on on uh, Mahomes' to have a reception at twelve to one. Um. Uh, hey, look. Uh, that would be interesting. The the reverse Philly special. Yeah. The uh, the uh, Kansas City special uh, today. You know, it's it's interesting on this where, is uh, five's. If you like, that's a good price to take Mahomes to win the MVP again, especially now to Kansas City. Here, at the south point is plus one ten on the money line. Now, is there ways for that to get torpedoed if you like Kansas City and Mahomes doesn't win the MVP? Yes, of course. It's, right. It's not one hundred percent. We've seen in years where New, where New England has won Super Bowls where Brady didn't win. Now, granted, his last one in New England was the worst Super Bowl I can remember at thirteen to three over right. the Rams, but. It's it is interesting to see that that price that because of other people getting bad, that's why the Mahomes price has been moved through the week um, that that's the case. Niner side, Purdy's a plus two thirty still, which if there's ever going to be a team where the quarterback doesn't win, it would be this go around with Purdy. Now, uh, I don't know if I want to if I don't want I don't know if I want to take the shorter price on McCaffrey. Uh, who's short of 4-1 to right now, to be the MVP. I just...
1: Let me ask you this, though, Jeff. Is there ever going to be another year where you get plus 230 on a quarterback winning MVP?
0: Nick Foles playing in a game again soon? (laughs) Hey, Foles won. Remember that, that. Nick Foles is a Super Bowl MVP.
1: So does that make it worth taking a little bit there?
0: Well... The only thing is... I mean, there's definitely a path for him to
1: win this.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a path. Um, I have to go through it because the one thing, at least in recent years, at least since I've moved out here, there hasn't really been a game um, where the point spread was overly large. So the pricing, like if we're dealing like, all right, just going back from the 2019... Uh, real quick. Two and a half. New England's two and a half. Uh the Chiefs were one and a half against the Niners. Uh in the uh, in that one. Chiefs were a three point favorite against the Buccaneers. Uh the Rams were the biggest favorite since the twenty since the calendar year of twenty nineteen to twenty eighteen season of three and a half. Yep. Eagles were a point and a half last year. Niners are a point and a half right now. So in this era where these teams are tightly bunched, It's going to be hard to get prices that are north of that. You are right. Um, If we ever get a game again where, look, it it can happen. The Eagles against the Patriots is the biggest line that I can remember, at least recently, where, yeah, all the money came in on the Eagles at the end of the day, like Chris said, but that was pushing six for a good chunk of the week before the onslaught of Eagle money came in and pushed that thing down to five by the end of the game, by, by kickoff. Um, I, I just, I I tend to lean towards, if we keep getting in this era of short Super Bowl lines, you may not get a price on a quarterback like this again, but if we ever get a game again, where someone's a touchdown favorite, then yes, yes, then you're going to get north of that because you should, because the money line at that point, the MVP has got to be north of the money line on the underdog, if that's the case.
1: So, from my standpoint, which you're in the same boat and have Debo Samuel at 60 to 1, uh-huh. is that, since you jumped on Patrick Mahomes, a little bit of a hedge there and have one on each side?
0: I wouldn't even call it a hedge. I, again, you I think ju- you like Kansas no, City. To I, win I, the game. I like the Chiefs to win the game. I'm just in the case of where I'm, it's the MVP versus the money line at this point for me. Now, yeah. if the Niners get up in this game, I can tell you right now, I'm more likely they're not going to. A- put some money on Kansas City in-game, assuming the game flow is right, Um, as long as it's not a redux of that Buccaneer Super Bowl, which, not happening, uh, more likely than not. um, It is... (laughs) I wouldn't call it edge. I think just, again, I'll take the better price on the MVP, and if you know what, if Travis Kelsey wins the MVP, so be it. That's just the way that it looks at. Like, again, the first Chiefs Super Bowl championship against these Niners, Damian Williams was robbed. Damian Williams should have been the MVP of the game. Mahomes ended up getting it. Um, sometimes you, that's part of the thing with the handicap, where the quarterback doesn't have to be the best player on his own team, and he could still win the MVP at the Super Bowl.
1: I think I might have to take a little bit. That plus 175 for Patrick Mahomes, I mean, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes here, so getting that number with him to win MVP is uh, very tempting, to say the least.
0: Alex, uh, when we look at the other, prop, look at other props that are out there, uh, we can start going through some of the stuff we bet. What what are two two props that you looked at immediately? You're like, all right, I gotta I gotta take this today.
1: Well, I definitely took under sacks, and I did here at South Point. They have them separated. Let me find this number for our crew: Um three two four four. So Chiefs under two and a half sacks, and then I took Niners under two and a half sacks as well: three okay. two four two. And I was really looking um, around. I saw four and a half for the game. Um, These are two quarterbacks that have been sacked five times in the five playoff games. That's combined. They both can scramble. um, So I think that's a good, good price here on the under for sacks and chiefs was even um, a lower price than the Niners at minus minus one twenty on the under. So there's two right there. Um, I really started to try and look for kickers. So I'm interested to hear if you have any field goals or longest punts, because I did like a, Wishnorski over 57.5 for his longest punts because, I mean, this is a controlled environment. We're indoors here. I do think we are going to have a lot more punts than people realize, um, lower scoring games. So I liked that over 57.5 for him too. That's 35 here at South
0: Point. Well, remember, Alex, this is the stadium that had the lowest scoring indoor football NFL game ever. With the three nothing game earlier this year, now granted, quality of the team is just slightly different uh, uh, for this one here. today. What do you mean? That
1: was a huge turning point for the Las Vegas Raiders, and that was a the complete um, spiral downfall for the Minnesota Vikings, right? That's when they really lost um, their backup quarterbacks and thinking that they could run all the way without Kirk Cousins.
0: But so I'll just I'll just throw this out there real quick uh, from a. Uh, from a prop perspective and again this goes to the game flow one of the ones that I liked and the market actually went in went against me which gave me a better number on the side that I wanted uh and that's Brock Purdy attempt uh attempts okay uh today which uh on the sheet wherever that may be where did it go uh 3273 uh was where I was looking at 30 it opened 31 and a half here at the South Point and at other shops, plus money on the over at plus 105. It dipped all the way to 29.5. I got a flat minus 110. It's now 29.5 minus 115 behind us on the over. But that's what I was looking at, uh, just because of the way my game, the the game flow that I have in this game is the Niners coming from behind like they've had to in the last few games. Um, uh, that's the way that I, uh, I like this one right now, especially at 29.5 on a flat uh, at some other books. Minus 115 is fine, especially if you're betting smaller money uh, here today. All right, we'll take a quick break. and we get back, Adam Shearnoff will join us next. We'll get his thoughts on the game coming uh, at 3.30. We're getting six and a half hours away from kickoff right now here in Las Vegas. We're back with more Sports by the Book, South Point Studio.
2: South Point is also proud to provide a variety of relaxing amenities for the guests who want to be pampered. Soak up the sun and let your stress melt away in our lagoon-style paradise swimming pool. A relaxing getaway where you can bask in the desert sun and enjoy seasonal food and bar service poolside. And if you really want to escape, come to Spa Costa del Sur. From couple suites to a co-ed wet area, our spa caters to business and leisure travelers who want to unwind and elevate their senses. A visit to one of our spa's steam, sauna, or whirlpool treatment rooms will leave any guest feeling like they can take on the world. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Megabucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games, or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world, Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun, and our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part, Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. It's a favorite of both beginners and seasoned players. In addition to blackjack and roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Makara, Pai Gow Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun.
0: That's where the game will be played in about six and a half hours. Wow, it actually actually a nice day here in las vegas for once this week finally i know I, the most rain we've had basically in uh in a week in the entire time i've lived here basically uh since 2019 she's alex white i'm jeff parles we're happy to be with you as always shout out to the crew as always andrew john our fearless leader and as always matt Neverett's even here right now which is uh just uh, again, again, I don't know where Frank is. Frank might be asleep still. Who knows?
1: I think he's around town. He's checking out parties. He's getting right. us some footage. Hey, look,
0: yeah. uh, look, he'll he'll be here with footage throughout the day. As, yep. he, as again, we'll go till 1030 this morning. Then at noon, we'll be back on. I'll be on, giving an update with our guy, Vinny Maliulo. And then at the top of each hour leading up to the game, Alex will be here. Matt Everett will be here. Maybe even a Brendan Gahn appearance. A lot happening Leading you up to the game here, Super Bowl 58 between the Niners and the Chiefs. Now, joining us, one of the sharpest guys there is in this business of right angle sports right now, our guy Adam Sheernoff joins us here this morning. Adam, thanks for being with us today.
3: Of course. Good morning. Six hours to go. Uh, let's get the kickoff. We've been discussing a lot. I'm looking forward to the big game.
0: Well, you know, Adam, at least from my perspective, and I, I'm not the most disciplined guy, and, and uh, A friend of mine just actually tweeted this in the same sort of vein. This game's got to start so I don't end up putting a small amount of money on a few extra props that I probably shouldn't be.
3: (laughs) I was uh, texting with a friend of mine this morning, and he says, I didn't have much... Uh, in terms of props compared to usual on Tuesday, but I just did my spreadsheet, and now I'm very concerned at how much I have up there, and so it's, uh, it's a very real feeling that is shared by many of us. So it's it's a dangerous six hours ahead.
0: No, I'm with you. See, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to find a way to squeeze in a nap so I can't do anything <laughs> uh, in the middle of that. Uh, Adam, let's just let's just start with with, with 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 from a traditional sense here. Of course, the Niners. All year long, Adam, have been power-rated at the top of the league. Kansas City wayward year, as we know, but they're still here. Uh, Niners now behind us, uh, thanks to the, uh, the the dime line straddle on the money line. The Niners are down to a $1.20 right now, which, uh, Adam, uh, if you like San Francisco, I think that's as good of a price as we're going to find right now.
3: I do, and I think it is. Traditionally, every Super Bowl, you find that the favorite, especially on shorter numbers, money line price, is usually as good as you'll see it closer to kickoff. Because if you're liking the dog in this one, Kansas City, you're taking the underdog on the money line. If you like the favorite, uh, not a lot of folks care about laying the number. But the uh, minus 120 relative to where we are in the point spread is uh, is a good number. And you're right. It's as good as we're going to see it right now. So that's the, the side that I'm on.
1: Adam, I love your breakdowns. You went play-by-play data for regular season and then into the playoffs. Can you break down San Francisco and their offense and their defense and why you don't really believe those defensive numbers and you think we're going to see their best product here in the big game?
3: Well, Jeff nailed it in the last comment where he was saying that the Niners have been power-rated at the top all season long. And it, to me, is when handicapping the Super Bowl, really a question of how did we get from a price that would have been four and a half to five on a neutral three weeks ago to where we are now. And, and like you said, it's really looking at San Francisco specifically on the offense. They've been stable all season and in the playoffs as well, they've been the most efficient offense in the NFL, but the defense in the playoffs has fallen off of a cliff. It's gone from for the regular season ranked right around 10th, to playing in a level in the playoffs that would have had them ranked 32nd over the course of the regular season. And for me, one of the big reasons I like San Francisco on the money line in this game is because I just don't believe that this defense, with all of the talent that they have, is a unit that can play as poorly as they have been playing in this big game with extra time to prepare. I mean, it has been such a drastic drop-off, and defense is – it's really noisy week to week from a handicapping perspective to say what is real and what isn't. But I I just, I mean, with the extra time seeing the same game plan from green Bay and Detroit, burn them for two weeks, which is exactly what Kansas city ran against them last season. So well, I, I'm a believer that they get it right in this game. And so if, if that's really the big driver for this drop-off, which really in the last three weeks, we look at it as it being, I just, I, I can't buy into that. And I think that, I think the defense really shows up today.
0: Adam, uh, I'm going to ask you to just go reverse of what what you just said there. If Kansas City is going to win this game, uh, uh, what do you think the logical path is to Kansas City pulling this short upset here today?
3: So, offensively, a lot of talk about it being on the ground. I don't know if that's going to be as easy as it has been for Detroit and Green Bay the last two weeks. I, I think Kansas City is putting the ball in Mahomes' hands early, and they're going to leave it in his hands as much as they can. Uh, you're going to put the biggest game in the hands of your biggest player. So I don't look at this as a spot where Kansas city is coming out and running the ball a ton. I, I don't agree with that handicap. So I think it's going to be through the air attacking these corners for San Francisco, who, who may have to adjust to play a lot more man coverage. We saw Baltimore sit in zone and they got beat up pretty bad early in the game. And so it would be a big curveball for San Francisco. I think that's where the chiefs try to attack them and defensively, a really big matchup for me in this one. If the Chiefs are going to win it, it's going to be because they get another standout game from their defensive backs. These guys have been playing at such a high level all season, but Spagnolo really trusts them to play outside on their own in press man coverage. He relies on their physicality and because he can trust these guys out wide, it allows him to put extra guys and more size in the middle of the field to defend the run. And so if Kansas City is going to win this and it's going to be defensive driven, it's going to be because their defensive backs win outside. And that's going to allow them to commit an extra guy inside to defend McCaffrey and these 49ers runs. And so we'll know really early what the Chiefs are going to do offensively and how that's going to hold. And then defensively, you're just going to watch some great battles outside between these defensive backs and the skill guys for Kansas City, or for San Francisco, pardon me.
1: On the San Francisco offensive side, there's something you really like about these weapons that we didn't really see with the Ravens or the Bills. Can you dive into that?
3: Yeah, for sure. So uh, on offense for me on, for San Francisco, I I think that San Francisco wins those matchups outside against those Kansas city corners. Uh, Last week they had Zay flowers an undersized wide receiver. They were able to shut him down at the line of scrimmage pretty easily. The week prior they eliminated Stefan Diggs for all, but one play downfield. They were jamming him at the line. They took him out of the game. And even against Miami, it was again, Tyreek Hill, undersized a little bit, they were able to be physical up front on the line with Snead on him, and they were able to eliminate him from the game outside of one catch downfield. And so it's always been week after week for Kansas City, the physicality of these defensive backs outside. Where I think they get into trouble today is sticking with that plan, which has got them to where they are, they, they, they just face such a test in terms of physicality that the 49ers have out wide. I mean, this is the most physical group of skilled position players on any roster in the entire league. And so it, it, it's really, it's going to come down so much to, can they win those battles outside? I don't think that they can. I think San Francisco's going to win outside. I think they're going to have creative ways to get guys like Debo Samuel in space They also run a ton of heavy personnel formations, multiple tight ends, multiple running backs, and that kind of puts Kansas City in a bind for what they want to do defensively, because traditionally that's a lot harder to defend than these Baltimore, Miami, Buffalo teams that are just spreading out multiple wide receivers and really playing into the strength of Kansas City. And so, to me, Shanahan with extra time is going to come up with plenty of ways to play away from that and really put this Chiefs defense in a bind. So watch the physicality and the blocking of guys like Samuel and Kittle and Jennings. It's going to be on display today, and I think that's a big advantage for the 49ers.
0: Adam Sheernoff with us right now. Of course, you can find Adam's work, uh, adamshearanoff.com, right angle sports, where you can find Adam. Uh, just going into some props here. Let's talk Brock Purdy, who obviously uh, uh, there, there are a lot of a lot of polarizing thoughts across the board on Purdy's play, and as we know, uh, what has happened through this postseason and through the year. Uh, you're looking at rushing yards though for Purdy. You're looking to attack that prop today.
3: I am. I like under 12 and a half rushing yards for Purdy. There are some alternates if you want to get. A little bit extreme, you can find under three and a half at four to one and under seven and a half at two to one Uh, reason. I like this is simply because Kyle Shanahan does not design runs for Brock Purdy. He's had three all season that were called by Kyle Shanahan to run. Purdy has 50 rush attempts this season. More than half of them were kneel downs at the end of games or sneaks for zero or one yards in short yarded situations. And so it's really been for Purdy 20 rushing attempts and 17 have been from broken plays where he scrambled. And so this is a number for Purdy that has closed at five and a half the last few weeks. It's now bumped up to 12 and a half because there's discussion that he's now a mobile and running quarterback because what he has done. Uh, For me in a big game like this, I'm happy to take an under. On a player, specifically a quarterback that doesn't run, whose offensive play caller does not call runs for him. And the only way that you're really realistically going to lose this is if broken plays come up and he decides to scramble. So with the inflated number, uh, I'll play against that and go with the under.
1: You talked a lot about physicality on both sides of the ball for both units. Any defensive props that you're looking at? Any defensive players that you've attacked?
3: I think Nick Bolton over eight and a half tackles and assists is interesting. Uh, This is a number that's come down from nine and a half last week. So he's a a tackle and an assist lower this week, which I don't fully agree with uh, just because San Francisco attacks the middle of the field more than any other team for the season. No team has been tackled by defensive backs less than San Francisco. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about where this big advantage for the Niners comes against this Chiefs defense. And so there's been 21 different linebackers this season that have accumulated eight and a half or more tackles against San Francisco in 19 games, which is, is kind of a crazy stat to think about. But it really shows where this Niners offense attacks with their plays, and so I think Bolton, as the quarterback of that Chiefs defense in the middle of the field, is going to be involved in a ton of plays. Uh, I think this number being adjusted down uh, is coming down a little bit too low, so I'll go over eight and a half for Nick Bolton.
1: Adam, really appreciate you coming on with us today. I get your newsletter. I love it. I'm excited you'll be doing it throughout the offseason every Friday, so if you can tell people about that, and um, before that, I just have one final question for you, and that's just Regarding the spread here, because in the last 30 Super Bowls of six or less, the team um, that won straight up is covered in 29 of 30, but you like the Niners' money line here. Is there a reason for that particularly?
3: So when you're looking at a point spread of minus two in an NFL game, typically you're looking at a money line that is closer to 140. Um, and we're seeing minus 120. So it's entirely a price thing for me in okay. this game where the money line relative to the spread is a better price.
1: Very good. And then your newsletter?
3: Yes. So it's it's up at com. I'll be doing it every single Friday. It's the first time I've ever done off-season content. Typically... I'm pretty irrelevant between the months of February and August, but I'm gonna try dive into a lot of things on a weekly basis to keep everybody updated with the NFL. So I'm looking forward to to giving it a try.
0: AdamChernoff.com, where you can find Adam's newsletter, one of the best ones out there. If you're looking to make some money in the sports betting game, Adam, thank you for being with us today. Uh, enjoy the game, and don't don't uh, don't don't add to the card uh, unnecessarily <laughs>
3: over the next six hours. I'm keeping the phone down as much as possible and focusing on the barbecue. So thanks very much guys for having me enjoy the game as well.
0: Absolutely. thank Adam, you so much. Adam sharing off everyone. Always love catching up with him. I, all, Alex uh, left Danny Burke in about 15 minutes. I, I just want to ask you uh, a question to, to you on this. I'm, I'm going to take these off also uh, <laughs> right now uh, before I need them in about 10 minutes, but you look at, you look at the way uh, that we talk about game flow here, right? For betting the Super Bowl in-game, I I just want to touch that real quick. Is there anything that that differs from what you normally would do? Because for me, I don't don't change anything when it comes to betting the Super Bowl in-game. It's just, all right, you know what? There's 100 million-plus eyeballs on it, but you know what? It's the same handicap for me as it would be if the Chiefs were playing uh, the Broncos in Week 9.
1: I think that's super important. And I don't think people should change how they bet. And like we're kind of seeing that with props now, right? We have the option of prop bets throughout the entire regular season. You are prepping for this moment, for this big game, you know, doing your research, finding the averages, the medians on certain players, trying to get a, a little hedge here with over or unders. And I think the same thing goes for the in game live betting. You should stick to your routine and um yeah. Hope for the best here.
0: No, absolutely. Alex, uh, let's let's go through some more props here. Let's go some more props here. Where, where I'll let you take us somewhere on, on one of your props.
1: Okay, let me see. Well, I gave out Travis Kelsey first half touchdown earlier. Yes, I did. do really, I did add this. It took me a while to get here, Jeff, but I did finally add under 13 and a half for the fourth quarter here, and that's because okay. of this run. The Kansas City has been with second half unders, 16 1 1 to the under in the regular season and 3 and 0 so far in the playoffs. So I think that's a really good bet. I think we're going to see more scoring in the first half and the second quarter, particularly. I actually don't have that number, but I do have the second quarter being the highest scoring quarter as well. What, did you, what
0: was the price you got I on? I think it like? was
1: plus 165. Okay. You know, honest. so. Because it, it is the favorite.
0: Yeah. It, second quarter is always going to be the favorite because at the end of the half, there's going to be automatically a team trying to at least get three on the board at the end of the half. Uh, Does it always work out? Eh, Not always. Uh, (laughs) But uh, that's the case. Um,
1: But you have some, uh, do you want to give out some of your
0: out-of-the-box ones? Well, I don't know about out-of-the-box ones, but uh, I always take, uh, I know it's not the greatest of bets, but I always take each team to convert their first third down. This year, both plus prices. uh, Plus 105 was what I saw. That's and get yourself into about a third and three. Take my chances on that.
1: With these two teams, yeah.
0: Inevitably, we'll get a fourth and a third and seventeen, which will be a, a whole lot of fun. Uh, on that, I bet Kansas City score first quarter touchdown. Actually, uh, that was one that I bet. Um, we know the discussion of Andy Reid's game script is as good as anyone's ever. Period in National Football League history. Uh, I got a I got a plus a quarter on that, which. Like I, I, feel like that's probably about right. Uh, maybe dollar thirty, $1.30, dollar thirty-five. Uh, you could have gone with maybe on that, uh, but that was one that I thought was okay. Um, and what, <laughs> you know, it's all a whole lot of fun, Alex. So we talked about this at the uh, we st- we talked about this these type of props where we go. Everyone loves scoring the first touchdown of right. the game. But what about if we just specify here uh Sean if we have them uh 4201 through 4211 uh which is the player to score the first 49er touchdown okay So I all I'll say here is with these type of markets I think there's only two ways to possibly play this You either take McCaffrey as the favorite or you throw a dart. I agree. I think those are the only, the, the, those are the ways that I would look to play it. And I went the dart route because I, of course, am one of the, the few people on planet earth to bet McCaffrey, not to bet a score a touchdown in this game. <laughs> um, I got, I got plus two twenty on that. Kyle use who by the way, is a little more beloved than I would like in this. Uh,
1: yes. In yes. this,
0: uh, Market the uh, the way that it, the way that it went. Remember, Uscheck scored a touchdown, the first 49er touchdown in the Super Bowl when these two teams played in Miami back in Super Bowl 54. Right. I wish I was getting the same price I was getting with Ray Ray McLeod, which is 30 to one. I wish I was getting something north of that. I also don't hate a dart on Jawan Jennings if you want to take one of those darts at 25 to one. I don't mind. If you take that, but use check at 25th one. I couldn't help myself, Alex.
1: I don't blame you. I think you're right. Either Christian McCaffrey or you're throwing a dart here. But I do think if you're going to bet anytime touchdown for McCaffrey, instead of laying all that juice, I think it's almost worth taking him here to score first first for the 49ers. Yes.
0: Well, do you think that just because if he's going to score, he's going to score early in this game, Alex, or do you just want to avoid taking Having a lay, I mean, you're laying over two dollars right. at this point,
1: right? But I mean, you can tie that up. I know, so I will just say we don't normally do same game parlays because there is no value, and the books hold a lot in those. But if we're doing it for the Super Bowl, I wouldn't mind tying up Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown with some couple other props that you like, or player receptions or receiving yards there. So in that sense, I just yeah, I think minus two twenty for an anytime touchdown is. Is a little too high.
0: By the way, all my darts on the Kansas City side involve Marquez, except for the Mahomes reception. Uh, so to catch a pass, obviously. Uh, I got 12-1 to 1 on that, by the way, for Mahomes to catch a pass in this game, which uh be very sad if we get like like one of those screen passes that ends up being ruled a lateral. That would be very, very sad. I um, feel like
1: my profits are so boring. I'm on um, Patrick so- Mahomes' To throw an in interception, no. You're oh,
0: you at, bet the no. Okay. Yes, yeah,
1: three, two, six, four. So,
0: what was the price you got on that?
1: Plus one
0: hundred and five. Okay,
1: so, and that's why I. Yeah, that's if that, you're getting plus money with Patrick Mahomes not to throw an interception. Yeah,
0: so you did well on that because it's flipped here, okay. where where the yes is now minus one hundred and five, and the no is minus one fifteen. Uh the way that market's gone this week is the Mahomes no has been bet. The Purdy yes interception, uh, that I think opened minus one hundred five, and it was up to minus one thirty five at some shops this morning when I looked. Uh, so it's been the complete so opposite. So I wonder
1: what we're getting plus money with Purdy to not throw an interception. Yeah, at.
0: I wouldn't take the no on that personally. I wouldn't. Uh, this is the type of defense that I think. Hey, again, I'm I'm minus one fifty now behind us. So it's even been hit yeah. further in the last hour um it's juicy to see the plus <laughs> 130 but I, I don't I don't see it I think I Purdy getting confused in this game and throwing well I'd rather have two over one and a half interceptions than under a wow. half personally uh on Purdy now I don't want I, I'm not gonna bet either of them uh but that would be the way that I would uh, I would look at that uh I will say um here's one that I bet okay? Super Bowl. Uh, this I, and I, I brought this up with Chris on Friday. Chris and Vinny. I'll give credit to Jay Cornegay and, and, and the uh, crew over at the Westgate for this. Final score to have occurred in a past Super Bowl.
1: Okay,
0: is the final score of this game? And I bet four to one. Yes. Now four to one. Yes. So I don't know what the right price would 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 be on that. Now, if you look through the history of the game, okay. There are not many repeats. Twenty-seven seventeen is a repeat. Um, Twenty to seventeen is a repeat. Twenty-one twenty-seven is a repeat. Like there are very few repeats in the history of this game. Uh, But I thought four to one was a reasonable price, especially uh, where I think twenty-seven. My projected final is twenty-seven seventeen. So that's what I. uh, That that's the reason. That's the reason that I like that. I also like 20, 24, 20 are the two scores that I think more likely than not this thing lands. So they'll get it under, by the way. I guess I should take exactly 44 points since I just, <laughs> I just said that.
1: Just gave two uh, projected scores that landed at the same number.
0: Yeah, that's, that's not not that easy uh, uh, to get that. Maybe I should, maybe I should find that somewhere. Uh, exact amount of points a game, 44.
1: So, we do have to bring up one um, cross sport bet that I find very intriguing right yeah, now. Please. It wasn't as interesting earlier in the week when Matt Neverett and I were on Sports by the Book and we kind of broke down as many as we could. Um, but there is a Caitlin Clark prop out there and it is her total points plus three and a half versus Travis Kelsey first half yards. So, it's three, four, nine, three here at South Point. Sean already beat me to it. But Caitlin Clark is playing to beat the scoring record. She is 39 points away from Kel- um, Kelsey Kelsey Plum's record, and I think she's going to go off today, especially knowing that she has a chance to beat it. I think her teammates are going to feed her the ball, whether she even needs that or not. She's amazing. But the last time she played against Nebraska, she had 38 points, so one away. What do you think about that? You're getting three and a half. It's her, com- it's her entire game versus... Travis Kelsey, first
0: half. The number I want nothing to do with.
1: So he would, I mean, think about it, 40 yards in the first half?
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: <laughs> but I do see him scripted are so, so here's the
0: counter to this. If you're Nebraska today, which is the opponent for uh, for Iowa. Okay. Um, don't you just throw double? Like, aren't you doing the triangle and two with the two people on one? I'm uh, uh, just on Clark. Like, aren't you doing everything in your power? to at least hold her down so she doesn't score the record on you. Now, may not matter cuz Clark is uh, is one of the best if not the best collegiate women's basketball player that we have ever seen. And that's no disrespect to some of the greats uh that that we've seen uh two of them play in Las Vegas right now in Aja Wilson and Kelsey Plum. Right. Uh, of course going back uh uh in the day, Cheryl Miller, Styles uh Styles uh uh, Cheryl swoops like we're yeah. like there are plenty of uh, Elisa Leslie I mean there's plenty yeah. of great players but I don't know It's just how of, funny
1: that's a, is that these two going to- head a, to head because what a, you just said everybody says that about Travis Kelsey why don't we double team Travis Kelsey why don't we slow down Travis Kelsey between you know the Ravens and the Bills and it's like they're trying <laughs> just like they're going to try here with Caitlin Clark but I don't know I just think it's a very interesting prop here that they put up
0: yeah, I, I mean, look, I the Iowa women put 111 on Penn State earlier in the week. So, uh, and even though it was uh, it was Hannah Skulkey who scored 47 in that game, <laughs> imagine two players in one season with 40 plus. That's what Iowa women's basketball uh, have done uh, so far this year. Uh, the last thing before we get to our, uh, a quick break, and then Danny Burke will join us. I I I bet too many Valdez Scantling props, which is a dangerous game. <laughs> Uh, for me, but I, and too many people feel like it feels like too many people are on it. It just, to me, we're 19.5 on his receiving yards, over first recept, the longest reception, over 14.5. I just feel like we have to hit 125 yard play, and most, most of these get through. I did bet over 1.5 receptions, which is a little bit dangerous because he could very easily end up with one for 22, one for 17, something in that pocket where it'd be good on the longest reception, but wouldn't be good on the other one. Someone on Kansas City we do not expect is going to have a big game. I, I right. just don't know if it's him or Watson or Gray. One of those three guys is going to have a bigger game than expected. Completely agree. I'm taking my shot that it's going to be Valdez Scandling. Um, of course, probably by my luck, Valdez Scandling will turn back into the guy he's been all year uh, with the dropsies. By the way, Canary's Tony's uh, going to be a healthy scratch today uh, oh. for, uh, for Kansas City, which um, I think that makes the most sense. <laughs> Uh, that offense has uh, gotten significantly more consistent since Tony's been taken out of the lineup, whether due to injury or uh, other, uh, or uh, the uh, birth <laughs> of his child uh, that came uh, around that Baltimore game a few weeks ago. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, our guy DB Danny Burke will join us. He has a few props uh, to get to, uh, including uh, a lot of a uh, lot of run-based props for our guy DB that's next sports by the book
2: South point studio once you've satisfied your hunger get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas our 24 hour 30 table non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments Whether you're gonna hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one of a kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book with over 400 seats puts you right in the middle of the action 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket riders are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza, plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book. Over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat.
0: Welcome back in. It's still, I, I, after this week where it's been rain and it is a little blustery here in Vegas, a nice, nice day. There's the, there's the shot of Allegiant stadium and all that traffic on Russell, right? That's Russell right there going towards Las Vegas (laughs) Boulevard right now. Uh, if you're going away from Las Vegas Boulevard, you're having a nice time of it. Uh, I will I will say Alex, uh, uh, we, both of us actually uh, were 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 down on the strip uh, yesterday. Uh, it was a zoo, uh, to put it politely. So much fun though. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, look. It's uh, it, it, there is as Vinny has said, there is no place in the country that puts on an event like Las Vegas, and the biggest event in the country is here. And it will not be the last time that Las Vegas has a Super Bowl. I had six, 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 one, six Super Bowls for now. Super Bowl sixty four. Get ready for it, Alex feel pretty good that okay. I'll be here. Uh, either that or Super Bowl 63.
1: Well, and these two fan bases, they travel so well. So I well, think that was the most fun part for me, walking around the strips, red, everywhere. So you
0: know it was interesting, too? Because um, I, I'm i not s- stunned the Niners fans came and drove. It was an easy trip. A lot of money for people in the Bay Area for the most part. Uh, Chief fans, not a shock either. Pretty easy flight. Added flight. There were a bunch of added flights from KC. Uh, not much of a shock, uh, though. Uh, again, not the best matchup for Raiders fans, where you get the Niners and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. But hey, uh, uh, it, it's a, it's, a, it's a, as good of a matchup as you could have asked for. Uh, I think Niners, any one of those top three teams in the AFC, would have done pretty well. Even though, again, I said this to my wife yesterday: if the Lions had held that game against the Niners, it would have been might have been a hundred <laughs> times crazier down there because of all. Pretty much the entire city of Detroit would have right. found its way to Las Vegas Absolutely. Uh, if the Lions had found a way to hold that game against San Francisco. All right, joining us now, uh, our good friend, betting analyst. You can find his work at burksbeat.com, Burksbeat podcast. Our guy DB, Danny Burke, joins us right now. Good morning, Danny.
4: Good morning, guys. Appreciate you having me on. And uh, yeah, love getting that Super Bowl action in. It's finally one of those feelings where we can breathe breathe a sigh of relief right? I mean we've been talking about this for 2 weeks finally here. I'm sure you guys are finally ready for it to get kicked off as will everybody else be there on the strip. Jealous of you guys though. It looks like a blast from everything I've seen from all the mayhem that's gone on. It looks like a lot of fun.
0: You know, it's uh it's been an interesting week here. Yesterday was the first day. It's like, all right, this is this feels like New Year's Eve, but but a little a little less, it was actually a little less sloppiness than, yep. than New Year's Eve, but it uh, definitely kind of had that feel yesterday walking around uh, Las Vegas Boulevard. And uh, honestly, walking around the property this morning, uh, it's always crowded on Super Bowl Sunday, but I think we'll have some extra juice uh, with the game here. All right, let's uh, let's let's dive into this, buddy. Uh, I, I want to start, you sent us your props. I want to start with the one that's at the bottom of the list that you sent us because, uh, you know... This is an interesting one, and and I think it's actually even though you're laying almost two dollars here on this, Danny, I actually like this bet as as uh, I see this more. You have both teams to record a field goal here at minus one eighty. What went into making that bet for you?
4: So when I've been scavenging through these props, which again has been a two week process, just looking at each and every book available to me here in Illinois, and you know they do a good job of offering these unique props and. I was thinking like, you know, how I thought this game would go down and I do think it is going to be lower scoring. I think field goals are probably going to come in a more heavy amount than we've been accustomed to seeing with these teams, but I couldn't get there on the over three and a half total field goals made. I know it was about what, anywhere from like plus 110 to plus 130. And then I also considered going Bucker over one and a half field goals made. He's at like minus 115 at best. And Moody scares you a little bit, right? So that also kind of took me off the three and a half, despite it being plus money and kind of attractive. But again, you have a Kansas city defense that has been tremendous and a main reason why they've been able to get this far with, the inconsistencies they've had offensively. Yes, Patrick Mahomes has been great, but they've hit lulls. And that also coincides with, yes, the 49ers defense, especially against the run is had issues, but they'll probably be able to hang strong at some capacity, which will limit Kansas City's offense, thus setting up the Chiefs. And one of the best field goal kickers, Harrison Bucker, for field goal opportunity. And he's been dynamite this year. He's 33 of 35 on his field goal attempts, seven of seven in the postseason. Now again, Moody, the young kicker, does give you some worry. But again, I'm thinking he probably could have about a couple attempts here. And you're right. So DraftKings had the minus 180, the only book that I saw. And it is a steep lay. I get it. I just laid the flat unit to, uh, to win about 0.56 units on it, but I feel better doing that with more comfort than having to bank on these guys actually getting four field goals throughout the game, which yes, I think there is a great chance that that occurs, but I think this just sets up for a way more viable path despite it obviously having the steeper juice. So you look at what they've done throughout this postseason through the regular season, the averages are that they're getting at least over a field goal per game. I'm not going to go into To all of that, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a little odd one, but I'm I'm kind of kind of happy I found this hopefully diamond in the rough because they were the only book that had that one, Jeff.
1: Where was that at, Danny?
4: So that was at DraftKings. They offered it. Everywhere else just had like the Bucker, the Moody ones, and the team total uh, both combined at three and a half. But yeah, for one plus, they were the only book that offered it.
1: I love it because I was trying to find a way to bet the field goals as well. I thought it was. bit too much juice on budker as well but there's another prop that you bet with both teams doing something in the game can you get into that one as well
4: yeah so the other one that i did was both teams to record one plus rushing touchdown. so just need one rushing touchdown from each team throughout the entirety of this game we know how dominant christian mccaffrey has been he's recorded two rushing touchdowns in both postseason games for the 49ers this year 14 total rushing touchdowns in 18 games this whole season. And Kansas City's run defense really is not that strong whatsoever. We know the 49ers don't have a strong run defense themselves. i will get into that momentarily. But the Chiefs have had issues there too, where they thrive is in the secondary, which may cause issues for Brock Purdy. And he's going to have to rely on Christian McCaffrey a ton, as he usually does. But yes, they look to lead on Christian McCaffrey in the red zone. So yeah, I feel pretty certain that Christian McCaffrey will once again find his way into the end zone via a handoff. And then you look at Kansas City, Isaiah Pacheco going against a weaker run defense in San Francisco, just allowed three rushing touchdowns to the Detroit Lions the last game, bottom half in terms of rush EPA defensively. And I think that's going to persist, which coincides with the prop we'll also get into momentarily. Pacheco has gotten a rushing touchdown in all three of the postseason games thus far. And when you look at both of these individual players rushing touchdown, so any time touchdown score, Pacheco at best is like minus 130 or higher. McCaffrey's at fast, maybe minus $2. So instead of laying steeper prices for something that I do think happens, why not combine them together, get it at a plus money price, and still allows me the opportunity, if it isn't Pacheco, if it isn't McCaffrey, maybe it's a backup running back, maybe it's a receiver, maybe it's a quarterback, you also still can cash as long as it's a rushing touchdown. So I thought that was a good price for that prop as well.
0: Maybe it'll be Kyle Juszczyk. You never know these days, It'd Alex be. White. You never know. <laughs> um, Danny... I like Danny uh just uh flipping it. Man, you really love the running backs in this game. I I mean, it, it, Danny Burke mm-hmm. wanting to establish the run. Look at look at this guy. <laughs> uh so let's uh let's go to Pacheco here. I, and you know what, I can't really disagree with this and I know Adam Shearnoff is was actually a little bit opposite yeah. of this when we had him earlier this morning. I, I really do feel like that if Kansas City controls this game, Pacheco's going to have a big game. Now, I didn't. Right. I ended up not betting it. I didn't take it early enough. Uh, Danny didn't care here with his number that he's on. He's on over 68 and a half uh, rushing yards with Pacheco where, look, I, I still think you're probably good up until, well, maybe not now at 71 and a half because that's gotten a little bit out of control. Uh, but mm-hmm. if you were still in the 60s, I still think you're okay like you were there, Danny.
4: Yeah, and I've been saying the past couple of weeks I'd probably play it up to 70 and a half at the highest. So I'm with you right now at 71 and a half. It's not as tempting. I know you may think one and a half yards doesn't make that big a difference, but if you fall short by that yard and a half, I'm telling you, it will oh, make difference. Oh, you're not going to be happy. You're right, exactly. So you say that, and then in hindsight, you'll regret it. But look, in the playoffs, Pacheco's averaging 85 rushing yards on 21 rushing attempts this season, or uh, in the postseason, in these three games. But it's not even just the playoffs, as you guys very well know, that the Chiefs have been relying on Pacheco. He's been a main focal point of this offense. It's a more balanced attack. And they need to be because they don't have those star-receiving weapons that we've been accustomed to Patrick Mahomes having. And again, we talk about the San Francisco run defense. Guys are 26 in rush EPA. That's how they finished the regular season, 24th in rush success rate. Throughout the two postseason games, being against the Lions and the Packers, they've surrendered 5.6 yards per carry to those opposing tailbacks. Montgomery got 93 rushing yards on 15 carries. Aaron Jones, 18 carries for 108 rushing yards. And I agree with what you said, Jeff. If Kansas City is in control of this game, which at some point I do believe they will be, that's going to emphasize Isaiah Pacheco even more so. And Patrick Mahomes has been so good at being delicate with the ball. I know people like the under interceptions prop. But that also kind of goes into the offensive game plan you would think of, not trying to turn the ball over, keeping it slow, keeping the ball out of what's been the best offense in the National Football League, the 49ers. How do you do that? Give it to one of your more efficient players, Isaiah Pacheco. Grind the weaker part of your opposition's defense and pad some of those stats for Isaiah Pacheco. So that's why I like him over his rushing yards at 68.5.
1: Danny, it's been two most of the week. It is now down Niners minus one and a half here at South Point. What are you doing with the side today?
4: So I it took me about a week to finally make my decision with the side. And what I did is took Kansas City plus two and a half at minus one fifteen. Now It's not a direct hedge, don't get me wrong. Objectively, I like Kansas City, but I also took McCaffrey plus 650 Super Bowl MVP before conference championship weekend. So I'm hoping if Kansas City doesn't win, that we can cash Christian McCaffrey and he can be a big contributor to the 49ers. But again, taking that out of the equation, I still do think Kansas City is the better team. Look, you obviously have the quarterback advantage. You have the experience advantage with the quarterback and a lot of other positions. I think the head coaching battle can be determined as a wash. Maybe Kyle Shanahan, because of what's happened in his postseason tenures, has fallen short. Maybe you still give a slight nod to Andy Reid. Defense, this is the biggest difference in why Kansas City has been able to overcome adversity. You give the nod to Kansas City because of how tremendous that secondary especially has been. They're also a lot better in special teams. uh, DVOA-wise, bottom tier are the San Francisco 49ers. Top 10 is Kansas City. And guys, I know everybody's been saying it, but really it just comes down to that quarterback battle. You saw Brock Purdy when he faced two top five defenses this year, absolutely struggled against the Cleveland Browns, win 12 of 27 for just a buck, 25. Then when he went up against the Baltimore Ravens, no touchdowns, Four interceptions. Otherwise, you look back at their schedule, it really wasn't that daunting. So the two times he's faced a ferocious secondary like you will today in Kansas City, he has faltered. And now you're on the biggest stage possible. And no disrespect to Purdy, I've been a bigger fan of him than most people. But I just don't think he's going to be able to live up to that hype. And he's going to fall victim once again. So that all leads me to Kansas City plus two and a half today, guys.
0: Well, Danny, you do have one thing to counter what uh, you just said there. If the Niners do win, you are sitting on a pretty good price on Christian McCaffrey. Uh, When did you place that plus 650? Did you end up placing that before the NFC title game?
4: Yeah, so that's when I got it. And, you know, I had been debating the week before as well and could have got better at about plus 850. But it was funny while watching that game, of course, against the Packers. I'm like, you know what? It's probably a good thing that I held off because both of these games we thought San Francisco was going to lose. But, yeah, it was before the conference championship game and snagged them at – Plus 650. And honestly, I thought he was going to drop more. I know you could get him at like plus four thirty leading up into this game. So I thought he was going to be lower, but still a little bit better than $2 is what I got. So I'll take that. And yeah, I mean, as you pretty much know, based on the run defense for Kansas City and what we've seen out of CMC all year, I think if the 49ers are going to have success like we've seen this season, a lot of it will be because of none other than Christian McCaffrey.
0: Danny, uh, uh if uh if we end up with a non, let's just say we end up with a non quarterback or non McCaffrey or Kelsey MVP. I'm putting you on the spot here. So no Kelsey, <laughs> no McCaffrey, no quarterbacks. Who's the who's the 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 quote unquote longer shot here? That would be the MVP if it's not one of those four. Now, if it was those four versus the field, the yes on the, on that on the, on those four would just be so absurdly high, and I'd still yeah. would probably lay the yes. In all honesty. <laughs> On those four but if you had to pick someone other than those four so no kelsey no cmc and no quarterbacks who would you take
4: well you got to think of it this way it can't be really anybody from the receiving core of kansas city because that just benefits the case for patrick mahomes so i still even wouldn't love the idea of doing travis kelsey but what i'm getting to is i wouldn't do a guy like rasheed rice Defensively, the fact that we saw Aaron Dottle not get it a couple years ago, which I'm still salty about, (laughs) doesn't give me uh, really any incentive to want to go on someone like Chris Jones or somebody like that, right? So I think you have to narrow it down to the San Francisco 40. You could do Isaiah Pacheco. That would probably be someone I would do for Kansas City if I had to. But for a little bit better price, what people have been talking about would be Debo Samuel. And then you could dispute that and go, well, you just said don't do receivers because a quarterback would get it. Sure. But as we know, Debo Samuel is usually utilized in so many different ways, whether it be on those swing routes, whether he's getting handoffs, so many ways you can put him in the mix, which would give him an advantage over someone like a Brandon Ayuk, like someone such as a George Kittle. So everybody's been saying it. I know it's a popular long shot, along with Harrison Bucker, which is pretty funny, but Debo Samuel would probably have to be that guy if it's not going to be one of the obvious contenders.
1: All right. The important question here, What's your favorite Super Bowl appetizer or meal in general? Our girl and back here. She says she can't watch the Super Bowl without wings. Do you have something like that?
4: I agree with the wings. That's a great call. If we're going outside of the wings, I think I'm going to say like a buffalo chicken dip, maybe spinach artichoke dip of sorts. It can't be like a basic one, though, right? Right. You got to throw a little bit of spice in there, make it a tad bit unique. But yeah, we can narrow it down to buffalo chicken dip. So I'll be having plenty of that, suffice to say. There, there we again.
0: go. See uh there, there's a uh, kitchen by the book uh <laughs> uh before we, before we let uh, Danny go. All right, DB, it's a pleasure as always, man. Uh, uh of course, uh Burke's Beat is the podcast Burksbeat.com is where you can find Danny's work as well, the write-ups, uh Danny Burke 5 on the tweets. Buddy, enjoy the game. Uh thanks for hanging with us this morning.
4: Thank you. Appreciate it as always. Enjoy and best luck to you guys as well. Absolutely.
0: Thank you, Danny. Danny Burke, everyone. All right. Uh, so Alex, you're, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose the same question you just posed to Danny. What's your answer to that question? <laughs> I,
1: when he said a spinach artichoke dip, I would definitely go there. It's funny that um, buffalo chicken dip is kind of good, but it's it's only allowed to be eaten on this day, right? If anybody makes it on other days, it's it's a little weird. Wait, but why? I don't know. I just it's an unusual the NCAA, the NCAA, mix the NCAA that your really tournament putting... exists. Okay, okay, <laughs> but I mean. For this day, I, I okay it, but I'm a spinach artichoke dip for sure. What about you?
0: So I vary year to year. Okay. Uh the last few years have been consistent wings. But I don't think that's gonna be the play this year. Um this might be this might be a this might be the brat year. The year of the brat uh for uh for 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 us uh, in this one. Uh is little Margaret smoky, okay li-
1: with that? Yeah. Okay, so the
0: little smokies are always good. Yeah. Uh pigs in a blanket i mean okay. i'm all in a hot dog family obviously also you have the as always yeah. right here well, i'll
1: be here so i might have $1. a dollar 50, $1. 50 hot, dog. hot
0: dogs uh at the uh at the south point as we know all the preparation the ketchup the mustard unveiled getting ready to be served <laughs> onto that What? how, how many uh, you know what it, 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 i don't know i don't know how many uh I don't know how many hot dogs the expectation is today. That's and when Vinny comes question. in in about fifteen minutes, we have to ask Vinny what the total is set at for total hot dogs. Do we make it? I guess it would be sold here today, as yeah. all those hot dogs that are getting sold at the cart are getting consumed within about a minute and a half.
1: That's right, and they have carts not just here, but throughout the property, right? Maybe an exhibition or the ballroom where the there, there would, are- there'll be
0: plenty of food options upstairs. And good food options and cheap, affordable food options. Which keyword affordable? And that's not a that's not a common word here today here in town. But everything here at the South Point fair, great great sports book behind us. Which by the way, the line continues. Oh, the it? line the lines are all the way back at the deli now. So if you want to get your bets in, get here get here sooner rather than later. Because if you show up at one o'clock. You'll wait a long time. If you show out show up at three o'clock, you're gonna be uh you're gonna be uh word I can't say on the air out of luck at that point. Uh so uh, get here sooner rather than later. Free parking as well as always. Uh expected over seven thousand people on property watching this game here today. Um as uh Vinny said. Listen listen us, uh, <laughs> uh on that. Um just wanna say one other thing too before we uh before we get into some more props here, just this week has been uh, this week has been the culmination for us of our of our first football season on the air uh, here in this new look South Point studio. And we we would not be here without all of you watching us. Uh, big thanks, of course, uh, uh, to Michael, to, to Michael Gunn for allowing us to be here. Big thanks uh, to everyone at, at the, the team and leadership here at South Point. Of course, Chris, Vinny, Jimmy. Uh, everyone at the at the uh at the sports book as well allowing us to be here it's been uh been a lot of fun been a lot of fun uh I know I speak for you on that as well uh Alex uh but we uh this culminates what has been a, a fun ride here yes uh we're only gonna get we only gonna get stronger that's all I gotta say Alex
1: and to the marketing team and everybody who has helped support us and yes. push out our stuff and to all of our Pittsburgh um subscribers we we probably would only have half as many without you so we have to thank them too.
0: When, uh, when, when do we, uh, <laughs> never, never pulling out the, uh, the whiteboard on the Pittsburgh mentions, you got to put another tally on that, yep. Matt. Uh, when do, uh, when do we send, uh, when, there we go. When do we send Frank for the remote show from the steel city? See, I got around oh. it there, Matt. Um, when, 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 when is that happening? Right for, right from the Hill. And we got to ask Jerry, Jerry, by the way, I hope Jerry enjoyed himself this week. Uh, that, that's all I have to say.
1: Well, he was writing on the live chat on punchlines a lot. So <laughs> I hope that Jerry, he you weren't even too, telling, he you're supposed to
0: not be writing on the punchlines. He wasn't supposed thing. to be
1: working and he couldn't uh, help himself.
0: No, I know Jerry, uh, Jerry well-earned, uh, well-earned. Remember the, uh, the support employee of the year Jerry yes. Trevino here at the South point, uh, from a year ago. Well all right. Dessert. I, um, I will to go back to some props. Uh, did you have any other cross sports? Cause I know you mentioned you mentioned you like betting those from time to time
1: yeah I like betting them from time to time I didn't see anything um the hockey one that we had today I didn't love so really just Caitlin Clark sparked my interest but we could definitely go into more props I love that both of those props that Danny just gave out the one one plus field goal for both teams I wish that we had that but we don't have DraftKings, kings of course and then Both teams to score a rushing touchdown. I like that as well. I did take Kansas City to score a rushing touchdown in the first half. Kind of a little um, trail from our producer, Ryan McCormick. Gave it out on punchlines. Like, I like that one a lot too. So, yeah, we need this game to start, uh, Jeff, because my list is just, uh, it's been growing all week.
0: I nearly bet, again, the list of mine, there's the always, the almost famous list of, Props that I considered, but ended up not playing. Uh, I didn't like the price good enough. It's part of the reason I didn't play it. Uh, One shop in town had both teams to score a rushing and a passing touchdown. I didn't think I was getting the right price on it. That's part of the reason I didn't bet it. I actually don't mind that if you can get the right price. I saw plus 260. Okay. I don't know if that was a good enough price. I thought it should have been. Closer to three, yeah. Uh, than that, three, uh, three to one plus three hundred, whatever, whatever moniker you want to you want to call it. Uh, yeah, he just didn't think it was a good enough price on on that. Again, there's a lot of things that um that you can go with uh, that, uh, that uh on on this day. There's roughly uh thousands upon thousands uh, uh out here on this. All right, um, Alex, I want to go to the first touchdown market. Just just in general, the, the first touchdown of the game, uh, 41-61 to 41-80 there, Sean, uh, in this one. Now, not a shock that Christian McCaffrey has been the favorite all week in this. And you know what? It kind of goes back to what we were saying about just the individual team first touchdown props, where I kind of play the same way, where you're either just going to take the favorite and hope McCaffrey and the Niners get the ball first and go down, and McCaffrey's the one who punches it in right away, or you're throwing darts which then brings me back to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Um, I <laughs> I still, I don't know why I'm all over MVS in this game. I don't know if it's just because he made that big catch at the end of the Baltimore game and the Buffalo game, but uh, that still seems to be the way that I would look at. By the way, the one that we have on the screen that I, that I would consider betting here real quick, the total points scored in this game, I would consider betting that plus... Plus four fifty on thirty six to forty two. That's exactly what I was looking for. Or to forty three to forty nine to three to one. I would I would be a little chalky on that,
1: Alex. I completely agree. That's actually one of them. when I did my same game. I tied up Chris McCaffrey anytime touchdown over sixty four and a half rushing yards for Isaiah Pacheco, and then over thirty nine and a half. So I like that number right there, kind of um, in between that thirty six and forty two. So did you, you just you just
0: again we talked about with Danny all those all those rushing props. Uh, I ended up like I said I ended up passing on the Pacheco props just because the number early. got out of out of control too late
1: yeah no I jumped on it early because I mean we've seen what a huge piece of the, their offense he has been and I think they're going to try and establish their run early whether they do or not will be seen but I got 65 and a half I thought that was a a pretty good number and Truth be told, Jeff, I didn't go full on script like I normally do. I am spread out a little bit. So I have over passing yards for Brock Purdy, but I don't necessarily have the Niners playing from behind. It was more of just his median and how much they do throw the ball and him getting there. So I'm a little spread out just in case so I can't get completely burned like a past year that I have had.
0: Other props, Alex, that you're looking at today.
1: So I did also follow that Brock Purdy that Adam enough, gave out under 12 and a half rushing yards. I think he makes a great point with this line. I don't know if I have the number for them on this one.
0: Just, I'll, I'll pull it while you're while okay. you're we're still breaking it down.
1: Okay. It, The last four games, this number closed at five and a half rushing yards for Brock Purdy. Adam mentioned it. No designed or called runs by Shanahan. We saw that he can use his legs, and he did that in the last few games. But, again, if I don't have them playing from behind or scrambling too much, I don't think Brock Purdy is going to need to here. So I think 12 and a half is just too high of a number for him. I mean, he could always take off and hit that in one run. I know that is always on the table but i like that under i did take noah gray over 11 and a half yards that is three four seven five gave out this earlier in the week his median on the year is 16.5 and then the main thing is the amount of sets that andy Reed has had with two tight ends so you said another player will get involved in this game heavy for the Chiefs side and i i think uh, noah gray could be that guy
0: it's there are again there. There's going to be one guy who's in there for this game where we don't we don't know which auxiliary piece for Kansas City. Again, I'm taking the shot that it's MVS. Yeah. and like I said, it's, it's okay. It's you're one, not alone. It's one of three. It's one of three guys that it feels like are going that that are off the radar. Not Rice. Not Pacheco. Not Kelsey. It is Watson, it is Gray, it is Scantling. Those are the three names that I would look at where you pick one of them and you just take your shots there. And then, in all honesty, if you want to play the under, if you went MVS over in Watson's unders or vice versa, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Gray's a little bit trickier because he plays a different position even though he's a pass catcher. Um, again, get these guys throwing a ball. Get Noah Gray throwing a pass so I can get over two, oh, my over two and a half uh, over two and a half players to attempt a pass and two and over two and a half players to complete a pass in this game get out.
1: him to throw it to Mahomes and you uh oh, you yes knock out throw, two. yes
0: yes there we go that's perfect actually if Travis Kelsey throws it to Mahomes and we win two bets at one time that's always I love when that happens when we when we bet the Super Bowl when we win uh two two things <laughs> yes. at once which uh can happen uh more time hey, look it happens more often than you would expect in the uh uh in in the Super Bowl uh, as we uh, are inching closer here, as we're getting closer to the game at the 10 o'clock Pacific hour, just about five and a half hours from when this game kicks off, Alex.
1: Any um, skill players for you on the Niner side? Because you haven't really mentioned much. I've heard a lot of people I, are kind of going under in Brandon Ayuk.
0: I didn't do no. much of okay. anything on the Niner skill position side. I thought the Ayuk numbers were good. The Kittle numbers, I didn't really look at much because I Kittle feels like one of two things are going to happen. Either Kittle's going to have a monster game and he's going to blast through everything or he's going to do nothing. I think that's just too high variance for Kittle in this game where I'm just, I I didn't want anything to do with it. Uh, I right now at 61 and a half receiving yards uh, here at the South Point. Uh, I did have some Debo stuff on my initial list, but then took it off um, because we're both sitting on that 60 to one where if Debo has a big game and it all goes over, uh, we might accidentally back into it. Right. That's um, what I
1: did. Exactly. Uh, but, you.
0: uh, I, I stay, I, I normally, I do have like skill position guys on both sides. I stayed off for the most part. The only skill position you'll enjoy this. The only skill position related bets <laughs> for the Niners. I have two of them are on use check. And one of them is okay. the McCaffrey, not to score. So, <laughs> I'm totally against the grain uh, when it comes to the skill position players on the Niners set. By the way, I bet Kelsey over his receiving arts. I did do that. That's one thing on the KC side where I do have two receivers over their total, which is a little bit contradictory because you really want to not pick more than one guy on a team. Granted, Ballas Scanling's number is so low. That's yeah. part of the reason that I feel a little bit comfortable uh, with that. I took over 71.5, which is exactly what it is right now here at the South Point House.
1: Okay, I don't mind it at all. Um, I really think that they're going to get Travis Kelsey involved very early in the game, and then Niners may be able to find an answer for him in the second half, so yeah, I don't mind that one. Hopefully he scores in the first half so I can catch one as well.
0: We'll, we'll see how it all plays out. Again, we are right now five and a half hours from kick here in Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58. When we get back, our guy Vinny Maliulo See how his voice is doing today. See if he's channeling Marlon Brando or not. We'll be back with more Sports by the Book, South Point Studio.
2: We have 11 amazing restaurants featuring a wide variety for every price range and appetite. South Point's Garden Buffet has something for everyone at unbeatable prices. Or if hunger strikes in the middle of the night, join us at Coronado Cafe. The American menu offers breakfast, lunch, or dinner 24 hours a day, plus a Chinese kitchen for authentic Chinese dishes from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. From steak and eggs to wonton soup, it's fast and friendly service 24-7. When you need a quick pick-me-up, you can find it at our state-of-the-art Starbucks just inside the main South Point entrance. Order ahead with the Starbucks app for easy mobile order pickups or enjoy your favorites in the relaxing dining area anytime, day or night. If you love Mexican food, Baja Miguel's has all of your South of the Border favorites. There are dozens of classics to choose from, like fajitas, ceviche, chimichangas, tacos, and more. And for spirit lovers, Baja's colorful, non-smoking tequila bar is right outside. Or maybe you're in the mood for seafood. Big Sur Oyster Bar has fresh seafood prepared right before your eyes. Savor freshly shucked oysters, crab legs jambalaya, shrimp and lobster, beers on tap and a selection of fine wines are perfect to pair with your seafood favorite. Whether lunch or dinner, you'll love this fun atmosphere located just off the casino floor. Ready to shake things up? Step back in time and treat yourself to one of the oldest restaurant chains in the country. Steak and shake famous for original mouthwatering steak burgers and hand dipped milkshakes in a variety of flavors for some old fashioned fun. Try steak and shake.
0: I guess Russ, I guess they uh, finally shut Russell down going towards the strip. (laughs) (laughs) Clear day in Las Vegas. We're happy to be with you as always. The festivities getting rolling closer to Allegiant Stadium. The festivities going already. See, if you haven't gotten your seat yet in the South Point Sportsbook, uh, you might be a little bit out of luck at this point. At this point here, uh, 10.03 Pacific Time here on Super Sunday, February 11th here in 2024, Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, Nevada. How about that sentence I just said? I'm Jeff Parles, Alex White is here. Vinny good Maliula. Morning. Good morning. How's everybody? My voice is coming back. A little bit.
5: Good good good. Yeah. Look, it's been a- By the way, if you haven't gotten your seat yet, don't forget the parties.
0: Yes, yet. plenty. Open. Upstairs. Upstairs. Uh,
5: viewing throughout the South Point. Um, you know, again, uh, on the casino floor uh, and in our ballroom, in our event center. So. I get, we'll accommodate over 7,000. And a couple of other traditions. You were asking about the hot dog cart. Yeah. Hot dog cart will go over, uh, probably uh, over uh, 3,000 by itself today. And if you take the property into consideration, you want to parlay that to the rest of the property,
0: man, got to be closer to 10. (laughs) So, yeah uh i'm surprised it's that low honestly actually. okay
5: well then take the value and
0: go over i
6: know i know
0: well, i don't know. look i might have to, this you know, Vinny, this is one of those where where i can bet the number and actually get involved and and help out the number you can you, you
5: can you can you can move the number that's right you could have
0: a, a vested
5: interest yeah i have vested interest i'll
0: take i'll go up there i'll take i'll take three come back 30 minutes later three more let's go we'll go We'll pull a Joey chestnut here. Yeah. Leave as many as we humanly can. Uh, all right, Vichettes. Excellent, Excellent. Uh, So, uh, the biggest thing this morning. Yes. You moved to one and a half. Yeah, about a, uh, let's see. It's probably been it was about during, a, it was right at the beginning of our show? Yeah,
5: right at the top. Uh, Chris Andrews, uh, we were sitting in the back and just accumulation here. You know, we've talked about how the appeal
0: uh,
5: of this game to the general public, right? They have fans not only in their cities and states and regions, but across the country. So um, there's public opinion on both teams, but there's also professional opinion on both teams. And so um, it was, uh, you know, we moved it this morning. Let's remember, it opened two, went down to one, went back up to two, and now back to one and a half, uh, 47 and a half on the total. You can't get a better price either with 105 juice on the on the side and the money line minus 20 plus a dime 10 cents straddle you're not going to find a better price uh anywhere uh, on this on the on the game on the side uh, with the number or uh, on the money line so uh, again terrific business I don't think we're gonna be uh, disappointed with the uh, with the handle and I think it's going to continue to Uh, Right, right up until kickoff. Props, very strong. Uh, Again, uh, everything else is going to be done by then, too. If you notice, the NBA, the NHL, Mm -hmm. abbreviated schedules today, they will be done by kickoff. All the college basketball will be done, and all the horse racing will be done. So the focus of all the betting uh, will be on the Super Bowl.
1: You guys made a good number, Vinny. Clearly, I mean, we've seen it stay relatively right there for two weeks and including that total 47 and a half are you still anticipating we'll get some uh public over money here late
5: yeah the majority of the uh the parlays with the public alex are to the over i mean again public loves points and and we talked about it too because these are two very popular not only popular teams but they have popular players that people follow all year long whether it's you know with fantasy or whatever you know so um they they do uh, tend to gravitate towards the over so um, more season betters, though that's where the difference is um, the public is on the over uh professionals are on the under uh for the sides we've seen public and professionals on both so there's you know in, in terms of the uh, uh the teams themselves in terms of the point
0: spread and the money line prop wise yes we talked about it in the last 12 days yeah. now and now that we're here, and again, there's still five and five and change to go before this game starts. Now, Vinny, uh, he- heading spiraling towards a record on the props here, I would imagine, based off of the conversations we were having through the week.
5: Yeah, <clears throat> let's remember the uh, the props. They uh, they include, excuse me, they include the uh, the futures, and um, I believe we're going to get to the 200 million mark statewide, Ooh. which will be a record. And uh, that's uh, that's something that uh, we believe is, is very attainable. Now, depending on the property, the props can account for anywhere from 50 to 65%. In the past, we've run about 50-50. But as Chris Andrews pointed out uh, during the week, the prop ratio was higher percentage wise than the sides than the the game itself so um would not shock me if if the props uh again including the futures do play out to where it's uh, uh they exceed uh, and they have a bigger proportion uh for the for the statewide handle yeah
1: Vinny, I have to ask you I was yes. talking about Caitlin Clark because she's 39 points away yes. from catching Kelsey Kelsey plum yep yeah. What do you think she's playing today? She against is Nebraska? Uh, in,
5: in the, uh, the cross-sport parlays. Yes, now. she is. I don't know. She needs how many to... Uh, uh, 39. To, she needs 39.
1: And her... So it's her points. Yeah. Plus three and a half versus right. Travis Kelsey's first half yards.
5: I think there's more... Uh, so far, we've seen more support for Caitlin Clark. Have you? And I think Caitlin Clark's going to be, you know... I don't think it's gonna shock anybody she she's gonna be shooting from the parking lot
1: I mean <laughs> that,
5: and you know what she she can make it from there I mean that girl is as good a shooter as as I've ever seen
1: yeah I mean she really is she's
5: incredible so um, there's no no reason to believe that uh meanwhile she scored um she scored she she was not the high scorer the other night
1: no jeff brought that up
5: her teammate uh, yeah four, four, uh, four, 40, 42, 40, 47 47. yeah so um yeah they can uh they can bring it, but uh she is uh she's not bashful but she can back it up because she she makes uh she drains it. I mean she's uh, she's excellent. So uh in our you know, and I'm sure that uh, Kelsey Plum is you know, is rooting for our yeah, very yeah. own Plum, Kelsey Plum.
0: Plum had some uh had, had comments on that earlier in the week. Yeah. Essentially to that
5: extent. Yeah, I mean she's supportive and that's that's
0: good. Yeah, you uh, know, so
5: by the way, I want, to, I want to bring up another tradition, too, here at the Please. South Point. It's a generational tradition.
0: A generational
5: tradition. Generational okay. tradition. I'm all ears, Vinny. So, um, you know, in years past, Michael Gone, the owner of the South Point, always wrote tickets on Super Bowl Sunday. He turned that tradition over to his son, uh, Brendan Gone, who's going to be in the studio, I think, right in.
0: Yep. Yes, we will, be, we will. We will. We will be hearing from Brendan Gaughan. right over
5: your yep. shoulder uh, on window 12 is Brendan gone writing tickets right now, Jeff and Alex next to him in window 11 is John gone. Uh, who is uh, excellent. Michael's oldest son. This is uh, Michael's grandson uh, is uh, is writing tickets. Very so cool. uh, it's a generational tradition here at South And uh <laughs> What a what a terrific family to work for! I have to tell you, what uh, you guys know?
0: Yeah, and yeah. look, yeah, uh, we're it, we again. We're very. We, as I said earlier, we've been thrilled to have this opportunity yes. to be on in the studio through the year. We've if any, uh, we've we've it, we've made it through a football season, oh, which yeah. is a heck of an accomplishment. And uh,
5: well, credit you, you both, both of you, uh, Frank certainly, Ralph Sirocco, our great crew. I mean these. You kids do a, uh, a a terrific job, and uh, you know what, uh, Chris, Jimmy, and I had no uh, no issues, no reservations about uh, recommending all of you and uh, bringing you on, and that's why you're here, and that's why you're gonna continue here.
0: And we'll have uh, again, Vinny. The one the one good thing is, that even though again this is the end of a football season, and a lot of yeah. people are gonna be sad because football is still king sure. of everything yeah. in, in this he got a, a, uh, a, the, to me. And again, we're now we're comparing and contrast yeah. events here because after seeing the strip last night, yeah. I have never seen yeah. the only time I've seen that much just traffic in the way yes. of cars was on new year's Eve after people, before people, before they shut down the strip, the cars. Yeah. um, the traffic actually wasn't as bad as I thought, but I thought it was mostly because it was just cold out last night. By the time it got dark, right? But we're gearing up. Normally, the one sporting event that that can that can hold its own against the Super Bowl in this town is coming in a month. That's right. Because March Madness, again, when you're looking at hotel prices, March mm. Madness is a, is as expensive of a weekend as it gets here yes. in this town. Yes. And this is this property, and I. Say this without a shadow of a doubt: This property was the best place to watch the, the NCAA tournament. It's the sure. best place to watch the Super Bowl because the the bang for your buck at this property mm-hmm. compared to everywhere else in Valley now well, is yeah. unlike anything else. You have free parking. That's right. Again, seven thousand plus people in this property across the property upstairs is free. Mm-hmm. And for March Madness, I just yeah. got to get out in front of this because we got people, a lot of people watching today. Well, there is no better place in this city to watch March Madness than here at the South Point upstairs in the ballroom. Listen, it's uh,
5: it's not a sales pitch. We don't need to make sales pitches. We're we're consistent. And yeah. Michael gone. And again, when you when you look at Chris, Jimmy, and I, um, we we broke in uh, with Michael gone. And, and again, combined, it's almost 150 years. And even, a lot of years. A couple. And even <laughs> even though even though we, you know, between our our break-in days and where we are today, back with uh, with the Gone family. Some stops along the way, but always the tradition and the uh, the, the aspect of providing value for people uh, ha- has been important. That goes back to Michael's father, Jackie Gone, of course, uh, who really had. Uh, owned the majority of the properties or had a a stake in the properties uh, downtown in downtown Las Vegas. Um, put the first sports book in a casino uh, at the Union Plaza, and it opened in uh, 1970. Um, so you know the the thing about it is that uh, uh, those values hold true today. Again, it's not a sales pitch; it's a fact. Yep. You you know the parking is free. Uh, the room rates are are reasonable. All the other uh, all the other gaming options uh, are are very are are, are are have value. And again, you look at our in, in the sports book. Again, I go to back to the 105 vig on the side, yep. and the, the uh, ten cent straddle. Look at the props. Props start at uh, you know twenty cents and and, and go from there. So, um, Michael's taught us those things. We continue those traditions uh, at his direction. And again, as I mentioned, the uh, following generations that are going to be in studio here during the course of the day, uh, in terms of Brendan and John Jr., uh, you know, it's it's great to to be a part of it. So, and and, and the response by the uh, the guests is uh, is uh, very strong.
0: Well, Vinny, we'll let you get back to work. Okay. As always, thank you for being with us all football keep season all Keep up the good work, both of you. And. Uh, we'll see you again you'll be with me at noon actually yeah I'll pop in yeah we'll get some mm-hmm. we'll get some updates again starting at noon Yep. uh myself and Vinny at noon uh and throughout the afternoon Chris Andrews is going to stop Chris by Chris Andrews as well. will yeah. stop by and you never know when Jimmy's going to pop in so yep. you never know he's on Bre- the
1: schedule Bre-
0: yeah. Brendan the will pop <laughs> in much. yeah Matt Neverett will be here Alex will be here Frank will be here Frank yep. Nicotero, that is uh maybe even uh some uh something from your dad Kenny White. yeah uh, a little Did that come coming today? A little, a little bit later.
1: He won't be here. Oh,
0: via satellite. Yeah. Yes, can via satellite. Kenny via satellite. Okay. Is correct. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, all man. right. Uh, Vinny, Great. pleasure as always. Thanks Good for Good to being be nice with both fun. of you. Good job. All right. We're going to take one last break when we get back. We'll hear from Matt Neverett and, and we'll uh, give our final list of the props here for Super Bowl 58, Sports by the Bucks, Outpoint Studio.
2: If you're celebrating a special occasion or just love fine dining, you're in the right place. Come experience the crown jewel of South Point restaurants, Michael's Gourmet Room. Welcome. With over 600 different types of wines and magnificent dishes prepared tableside, you'll revel in the rich classic Vegas decor and the best black tie service in the world. This intimate gourmet room has earned accolades galore. Come to Michael's Gourmet Room for an unforgettable dining experience. Another famous restaurant is the Silverado Steakhouse where you'll find the charm and service that discerning patrons require from top quality steaks and chops to fresh seafood and desserts. You'll love the award-winning wine list and menu at Silverado Steakhouse. Steak lovers have even more options with primarily prime rib catering to hearty appetites. The menu features a variety of flavorful prime rib cuts, dry aged to ensure tenderness and then seasoned and slowly roasted. Although prime rib is our specialty, it's not the only thing on the menu. There's something for everyone. And if you're craving a taste of Italy, come experience delicious Italian cuisine and the attentive service at Don Vito's. Our culinary team starts with the freshest ingredients and transforms them into traditional favorites. And don't forget Italian desserts. Don Vito's, savor the taste of Italy. Finally, if sushi is more your style, join us at the popular Zenshin Asian restaurant and sushi bar, where we're serving up the freshest sashimi, migiri, and sushi rolls. And beyond the sushi, an exciting contemporary Asian cuisine menu. Plus a variety of specialty drinks. Japanese and domestic beer, wine, and sake. Balance your hunger with Zenshin.
0: Ah, the the traffic's back going towards the strip on Russell there. It really has turned out to be a very pretty day here in Las Vegas. a little brisk, but you get brisk early February. Here in Sin City, uh, we are roughly five, just about five hours away from kickoff. It'll be about five hours from coin toss time, Alex. That's right. Instant gratification here in the sports book coming uh, for that. Again, I have never been so proud of our guy Sean for not having a bed. No, I'm, I'm not gonna be proud of you anymore, Sean. You know, you can't do it. Uh, we're gonna bring our guy Matt Neverett in in a, in a moment here, who we're gonna seeing. We're gonna be seeing a bunch of Matt uh, through the afternoon here today. Again. Starting at noon, we will have updates uh, just of where things are going. We'll hear from some guests as well. Matt will be talking with our guy, Brendan Gon as well. We'll hear that at 1 o'clock today, correct? 1 o'clock with Brendan Gaughan and Matt Neverett, uh, myself and Vinny at noon. Uh, Alex and Matt at 2, and then Frank Nicotero brings us home after being around town today, yep. uh, getting some fun. Frank will bring us home at 3 o'clock here today to kick off. So a bunch of Matt, a bunch of me, a bunch of Alex uh, here before we get rolling into the big game. Again, Chiefs and Niners. Niners, one of that point favorites. Best money line in the – forget just the country. How about the planet right now on San Francisco at minus 120 uh, here uh, for uh, legal sportsbook, of course, uh, on the 49ers at minus 120. All right, Alex, before we bring our guy Madden, Any final props or forever (laughs) hold your peace on that?
1: Well, I think we have a graphic here. So let me see what I've got on there so far. So I told you you got Purdy passing yards over Purdy under 12 Uh and a half rushing yards. Noah Gray over 11 and a half. Isaiah Pacheco, Chiefs running back, of course, over 65 and a half rushing yards. I did. I don't think I threw this one. Christian McCaffrey, longest rush over 17 and a half. Did take that, um, Travis Kelsey first half touchdown. Team to score last wins the game minus one fifty. It's thirteen and zero in the last thirteen Super Bowls. Jeff's favorite three unanswered scores no plus one fifty five and then under in sacks and Patrick Mahomes interception no plus one hundred five. I think that's it.
0: My list a little longer. <laughs> Uh, to, to to say say the least, but this is what happens. <laughs> By the way, I even had a few that I haven't, didn't even put on the list that I'm sure will end up being in there. Uh, before oh, we go. I'm gonna
1: be here until kickoff. So um,
0: <clears throat> no, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Purdy first pass incomplete, two to one. I always just like taking the lesser quarterback, uh, or if the better quarterback's price is is good enough. I didn't think Mahomes' price was good enough this year. Uh, on incomplete diners and Chiefs both to convert their their first third down of those plus 105 like one. Purdy minus 30 and uh, uh excuse me minus 110 <laughs> over 29 and a half comp- uh, attempts okay. for Purdy uh um, Mahomes have a reception 12 to one okay McCaffrey not the score good plus 220 how about that totally ridiculous there Kelsey over 71 and a half receiving yards flat Dallas scantling over 19 and a half receiving yards. Uh, minus one ten. There are some lesser numbers out there right now at, at elevated juice. I actually don't mind that. If especially if you're getting two yards less at minus one thirty, I don't mind that. Uh, laying the extra twenty cents on that. Valdez Gambling also took a dart on fifty receiving yards. Uh, four to one on that. Uh, for MVS over one and a half receptions for MVS. See, I, I just keep it rolling on MVS. <laughs> all the MVS stuff. Uh, score a touchdown yet? Yeah, I got it at six to one. It's down to five to one now. Uh, Chiefs first quarter touchdown we discussed this earlier plus yep. 125 uh <clears throat> two and a half players over that is uh with a pass attempt, plus 10 plus 175 Niners to complete convert a fourth down yes I got a minus 110 move to minus 115 Chiefs minus 120 on that uh will there be a success uh, for the same thing fourth down conversion successful fourth down uh successful two-point conversion plus 145 successful two-point conversion plus 280. What I got that fun one uh, with the past Super Bowls at four to one, and then Mahomes MVP, uh, where I got it at plus one sixty. You can even do better on that uh, on there, and then just the darts. All those are okay. Are th- those bottom ones the exact points and the first reception and first touchdown on each side are tenth of a unit play. So very very small. Uh, or excuse me, two tenths of a unit. So a fifth, uh, very small on on all those. Uh, going through it uh, for that. 13 20 on the Niners side, 24 and 34 on the Chiefs side, 25 on the use check to the first catch and first touchdown <laughs> for the Niners. MVS 12 to 1 on the first reception and Chiefs touchdown. All right. Well, hit those plus ones at the bottom. We'll be okay.
1: Yeah. Very good. All, All right. right. I, I got to look at the MVP still for. Yeah. Problems. We also,
0: I didn't include plus, this. Plus. We didn't include our Debo 60 1s right. that we had uh, because those numbers are obviously long, long gone uh, on that. All right. Matt and Everett hello good morning hello good morning <laughs> what did you bet buddy uh plenty not quite
6: as much as you
0: and um, this is what happens on the super you've been around me l- long yeah, enough exactly. to know this. what happens when the super bowl comes around
6: you know it's just one of those things especially now with the uh with the apps and the the accounts you just get bored you know you're looking around and people like us we got numbers ruminating around in our heads uh pretty much all day every day so it's uh it's 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 unavoidable at times so Uh, If you tuned into Sports by the Book throughout the week, you might recognize most of these. I think the only one that I've added since Tuesday, and I believe I played it on Thursday, is my my first one on here, the Chiefs uh, plus eight over 41.5 teaser, six-point tease. Um, I I think this one's going to be close. I think we're all in agreement that this one very likely is going to come down to the last possession, last couple of possessions. Um, I don't really see one team pulling away too much from the other. And, you know, with the the numbers on Mahomes as a teaser, Player, let alone as a dog, uh, he he has never not covered as a dog in a teaser. So I I'll, I'll take that trend to continue. It's the 14th time in his career that he has been an underdog at all, third straight game in a row. Uh, so I like this one to be close. And uh, we Alex and I were kind of going back and forth on this total throughout the week, over or under. I don't think it's going to be a super high scoring game, but I think both teams get to 20. So I think that this uh, over. You know, why not take a shot on the tease uh, and then. As we go down, you can kind of get a, a feel of what my game script of what I think this game is going to be like. Um, I, I've said it all week. I think the first half is high scoring and quick pace. I think the second half obviously slows down a little bit. So I like the second half under Chiefs as a team, 17-2 and two to that second half under this year. So I, Again, I think that's a trend that continues. Will one quarter be scoreless? And I got this one early in the week. I did bet this one at 4-1. to one. It was at plus 350 later on in the week. You might have to check. Uh, The updated odds to see what it is now, because that's a number that has uh, certainly been coming down. So I got it at 4-1, to uh, mostly just because I think that that number is a little bit elevated. I I, I could see a third quarter being scoreless, maybe even in the first. Both teams, uh, or rather historically, the Super Bowl starts out slowly. I don't think that that is the case this year. But that one kind of a shot in the dark, as well as my last two. If you could look all the way down to the bottom, first and third quarter each to be the highest scoring. I got it at 8-1 to and plus 650. Again, just kind of a shot in the dark hoping that my game script is uh, somewhat close to what is actually happening. Uh, and Jeff, what, what you had said with the, uh early passing touchdown from Patrick Mahomes or just an early touchdown at all, mm-hmm. I, I've got Patrick Mahomes' first quarter touchdown pass at plus 180, and part of that is tied into the one right above it. What will the Chiefs do first, score or punt? Let me pull up the number here because this is the number that that I gave out throughout the week and it stuck with me. The Chiefs have scored on their opening drive in eight straight playoff games that's the longest streak in the NFL since 1991 I don't see any reason why that doesn't continue especially with uh, Kyle Shanahan given a couple of weeks to prepare for this one he is really really good coming off of a bye both coaches actually for as a matter of fact really really good some of the best in the history of the league when they've got extra time to game plan Uh, Christian McCaffrey first rush over three and a half yards I just don't see with that extra time to game plan and a fully healthy offensive line how they don't script him a play to get at least four to five yards. I I wouldn't be surprised, Jeff and Alex, to see if the 49ers get the ball first, they're going to put it in McCaffrey's gut right away. Uh, I think a lot of the game comes and goes as Christian McCaffrey does, and I just think that they're going to find a way to get him five, six yards on his very first rush. And then the only other one, this one came with some research and and a little bit of odds shopping. It's a lower line now, but I got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at Westgate under six and a half receiving yards, and I had to go back and, and find the number on this one Clyde Edwards-Hilaire this season had 188 regular season receiving yards. He had 135 of them in a three-week stretch from weeks 14 through 16. Uh, and then even now in the playoffs, he's got seven yards on four catches, uh, especially the last two games. He's actually got negative receiving yardage the last two games. I don't think that they're going to have too many check down shots, especially to the backup running back. I got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire under six and a half. It was Five and a half and then down to four and a half here at South Point. So I, I shopped around and got that under six and a half. Of course, that's one that could, you know, come back to bite me on, on one play, but that's a risk that I'm willing to take. So those are my plays. A uh, l- little bit of research went into some. Some shots in the dark, some dart throws on others.
1: Well, we know more than anyone. It's those ones where you shop around and get the best number, Oh, right? you're going to lose 100%. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, that's get the best of it, no chance,
6: right? That's, it's like it, when, when we're handicapping college basketball, I feel like the games that I do – you know, hours and hours of research into don't hit at the same clip as the ones that I just throw a dart at.
0: Yeah, well, game's getting closer. Five hours away, give or take. Uh, that's uh, that's what we got for you here today on Sports by the Book. Alex, has been a lot of fun through a football season. You and Matter here tomorrow. Uh, that'll be normal time at 3 o'clock. But before that, keep it here. Keep it here at the top of each hour the rest yep. of the day until the game starts. We'll be here at noon, 1, 2, and 3, providing updates on where the lines happen to be. You're going to hear from Brendan Gaughan. You're going to hear from me. You're going to hear from Alex. You're going to hear from Matt. You're going to hear from Vinny Maliulo. You're going to hear from Chris Andrews, Jimmy Vaccaro. You're going to hear from Kenny White as well. Who knows? You may even hear from more people throughout the afternoon.
6: Very more than, li- very much more than likely. Frank Nicotero as well popping in and out.
0: Well, again, Frank has been all over town, Mr. Over Himself. <laughs> uh, for our guy uh, forget all over town just over the, over Sweet in bubble. the game has Frank officially bet the over in this game yet by the way I don't know yet Did he?
1: no I don't know we haven't heard his, his well you know what yet. that
0: will be that will, when, Perfect at 3 tees. o'clock when Frank is in studio Alex you will be asking him that question because everyone will be waiting on Baited at the Breath uh, for that one alright been sports by the book today here on Super Sunday thank you for being with us today and all season long and we're back at noon one, two, three, 15, 20 minutes. Keeping you updated on everything that's going on with Super Bowl 58 for the crew, for Andrew, for Sean, for Ann, for our guy, Matt Neverett, as well, for Alex White. And also, Vinnie Mellie, a little big thanks to Adam Sharanoff and Danny Burke for being with us today. I'm Jeff Parles. We will see you at noon here at Sports by the Book on the South Point Studio channel here on YouTube.